Well, usually our floor director, Calvin, does these show intros, but today it's me because I'm not hosting the show today. One of our Takeover Melinda's Hosting Chair contest winners is, and her name is Karen Welch. And I can't wait for you to meet her and learn from her and her guests all about forgiveness, the gateway to healing, to hear their brave stories and journey toward forgiveness. So let's go. I cannot wait to take a break from hosting today. Well, welcome to See Here, Love. I'm your host, no, Melinda. No, no, not today, Melinda, not today. <laughs> Remember, you gave these reins over to me, so it's my turn. It's Karen Welch. And yes, Karen is hosting today. Karen, it's so good to have you with us. And I'm so glad that you are one of our Takeover Melinda's Hosting Chair contest winners. Glad to have you here. And Karen, I know for our viewers and listeners, they want to know a little bit about you, who you are. So what would you say? Who are you, Karen Welch? <laughs> Yeah, I am Karen Welch, and I am married, and I've been married to, for 45 years this year to my husband, Richie. I have two children, Marty and Dana. I have a daughter-in-law named Alex, Dana's dear friend from Ireland, Kieran, and then I have two of the most amazing grandchildren ever, Mason and Anna. And as well, I am a volunteer at LL Ministries in Westport as a prayer ministry uh, volunteer, and I just am very, very passionate about that for sure. Amazing. I'm glad you're here. And, and Karen, why did you choose the theme of your show to be Forgiveness, the Gateway to Healing? Well, it's pretty plain and simple to me, uh, Melinda. When you have actually experienced something yourself and you know how wonderful it is, you just want it for everyone else. And, you know, it's a really hard journey, forgiveness is. And I know because I've walked it for many, many years, but I also know the freedom that can be found when you really truly forgive because I've been able to know that personally, but I've also seen it firsthand as when it's happened for others as well. Well, I'm excited to listen to the stories of your guests and then to later in the show, Karen, interview you about your forgiveness journey. So the reins over to you, girl. Proud of you, excited. This is your show. Here we go. Yeah, I'm really, really excited to get started, that's for sure. Thanks, Melinda. So yes, today we are talking about the gateway to healing because I so believe that that is forgiveness. So many people are stuck holding on to unresolved pain from their past and allowing it to affect, to affect their presence. But truly, this is not the life that the Lord wants for us. We need Jesus to heal our deep wounds so we can walk in the freedom that he has for us to bring his healing light into those very, very dark places. So here to share their stories of forgiveness today are two amazing women. Alicia Bangudi is currently serving full-time at LL Ministries Canada, and Heather Welch is the associate pastor at the Pure Church in Brockville. So yes, these women are my sisters in Christ by faith because we are believers. But Heather, although we share the last name, yes, we are not related. So welcome to See Here Love. On a regular day, the Welch home, but today we are delighted for it to be the See Here Love studio. So let's start with you, Alicia. 
Alicia, many people can relate to being bullied. What was your experience of being bullied and who and why did you need to forgive those that bullied you? Oh my gosh, Karen, such, such a good and big question. Um, maybe most people listening can maybe relate to some form of bullying in their teen years. If you grew up in girl world, you know that it can be really tough. Um, but there was this like one memory that the Lord reminded me of much, much later when I was in my late twenties. And it was this time that I was leaving the schoolyard. I was in grade nine and this guy was in grade eight. And I, would vo- I was volunteering for my after school to get your community service hours. And he looked at me and he snorted like a pig and he called me fat. And now I can tell you that in that moment, it was like it seared something on me. And I can look back now and see all these like succession of things where that like wound <laughs> played a huge role. But I held on to so much against this guy. I mean, I had no idea what he was doing, where he was living, but I still thought about him every day. That memory felt so real. The feelings felt real. The hurt felt real. And now I look back and I watch in my life where this one moment, this one thing that I held on to led to so much. It led to obsessive dieting. It led to starving myself, huge self-hatred, and then eventually to self-harm. Now, I wouldn't have been able to tell you in my teenage years, not knowing Jesus, wow, this area of unforgiveness is really causing a lot of issues. But then I could look back and see, and I can remember someone saying, you know, would you be willing to forgive like this young man? And that was hard. Like it is hard. It's not easy to forgive, but I wanted to choose because I wanted to get right with the Lord. And I was tired of carrying around this guy from like 15 years ago. And so I did choose to forgive. And I I saw actually incredible breakthrough. It was really cool. That's awesome. Alicia, thank you so much. Heather, you're walking out your forgiveness journey. And it's such a deep wound that is left. It was caused by someone that you really trusted. But can you share with us the ripple effect of the betrayal and why it's so important for you to forgive? Mm-hmm. Well, first off, Karen, I just want to say how excited I am for you. So congratulations. What a moment for you. Just so, so happy for you. And thank you for inviting me to be here with you today. Um, yeah, so the I definitely have experienced, like so many others, just a, a deep, deep betrayal and a deep hurt and wound that has affected and rippled out into so many areas in my life. Actually, I can't think of an area that wasn't affected by this betrayal. Um, Personally, you know, my body, my mind, my soul was all affected um, in so many different ways and layers and levels. Um, But I think of even relationally, all my relationships Um, were affected. I got to the point where I was like, I didn't know who I could trust anymore. But on a positive side, my inner core, my um, really close uh, friendships and relationships actually deepened um, and strengthened during this time, which I'm extremely thankful for. Um, I think the hardest part for me was just seeing how this affected my family. This betrayal was outside of my family, outside of my home, but man, did it ever affect my family, my husband. Um, yeah, it just, it still gets me when I think of, of him and and my kids. Um, so I had to ask myself as a mom, you know, like how do I live my honest, true story? How do I be vulnerable? How do I be real with the pain that I'm experiencing while my kids are watching? 
And while, while I am trying to infuse the hope and the love of Jesus in my home. And Karen, you asked about the importance of forgiveness. And I think of the importance of forgiveness in terms of like a decision, like Alicia was talking about, you just have to decide, um, you know, yes, I am going to forgive or no, I'm not. And, and it's not always an easy decision, but it is a decision. And it's a decision that basically for me was one that I decided, okay, I don't want to be bound by these series of events any longer. I don't want to be bound by this individual. I don't want to take this into my future. And so I made a decision that I am going to forgive. And so it's extremely important because of the grace that I've received from Jesus, I want to offer uh, to others. Um, but I also, yeah, it's just a, it's just a beautiful but complex <laughs> gift. Yeah, beautiful and complex. That's certainly one way to put it for sure. So can you um, share with your, the viewers and listeners today how prayer and the Holy Scripture played a role in your forgiveness journey? Mm, I love, I love the scriptures. And um, I think that implementing really healthy spiritual rhythms in my life was absolutely key as I walked out this healing journey and this forgiveness journey. Um, just, I, I fell in love with silence and solitude, <laughs> just sitting with Jesus. Um, and there was this one question, I love the questions of Jesus. And there was this one question that Jesus asked uh, actually a blind man as he was walking by this blind man called out to Jesus and said, you know, um, will you, he you know, will you heal me? Have mercy on me. And Jesus turned to him and he said, um, you know, what do you want me to do for you? And I sat in that question for months as if Jesus was asking me, okay, Heather, what do you want me to do for you? Really? Like, do you really want to hang on to this? <laughs> do you really want to keep hanging on to this one little thing that makes you feel justified or, or makes you feel like, yeah, I can still be angry here. I can still hang on to this. Or do you really want to be free? Oh, thanks so much for sharing both of you, your forgiveness story with me. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. As we end our time together and, and people are just saying to us, like, forgiveness is just way too hard. They don't want any part of it. How can you encourage them today that forgiveness means freedom and healing? Alicia, your thoughts? Okay, I always, this is so random, but I always think of like Judge Judy Court as what it's like when I hold unforgiveness. Unforgiveness is like me and Judge Judy Court and just like, you know, I want my way. I want them to, you know, it to come out my, you know, retribution or whatever it is and I feel like it's like giving it over to the high court where it's <laughs> honest and true. And, and so I think just to even remind people, like it is hard. If it was easy, everyone would do it. If it was easy, it wouldn't take a Holy spirit to help you do it. Right. And so it's okay that it's hard, but just because something's hard doesn't mean we stop there. So it really is. Karen, I love that. It is like a gateway. Yeah, for sure. How about you, Heather? How about your thoughts? Yeah, I would just encourage you uh, today that there is hope. 
there is hope in your forgiveness story, whatever that is. And, you know, sometimes I think we think that with forgiveness, we need to skip some really important steps of grieving, of lamenting. And that's not the case. Those are important um, those are important levels that we need to go through in order to receive the healing. So I just want to encourage you that, yeah, it's okay to grieve. It's okay to lament um, and to be kind to yourself because um, so you'll have good days. If you're anything like me, you'll have good days. <laughs> you'll have bad days, um, but that's okay. Be kind to yourself, but there's hope in your story and the, that hope comes in the name of Jesus. Uh, I can't thank you both enough. It was just amazing. Such great wisdom from you too. That was awesome. So thanks for coming on my journey with me and we'll chat soon, I'm sure. Have Bye. fun. Yes. Bye, Karen. Bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Heather and Alicia, for taking this journey with me. It's such You really need such courage to share your honest thoughts and on a very difficult and personal topic of forgiveness. So appreciate both of you. Thank you. So when we come back, we are going to bring a beautiful, intelligent interviewer with a dynamite personality. She felt she needed to interview this woman who had a story to tell that would help others. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. From the host of See, Hear, Love, Melinda Estabrooks and 50 of her guests and friends comes the book, Always Know full of stories of lives that are inspiring, wise, and life-changing. God hears you. He hears your prayers. He hears the longing for connection. He hears the cries of pain that you're experiencing, and He loves you deeply. This month, with your ministry gift of $25 or more, or when you become a new monthly donor, request your copy of Always Know. It is a collection of stories to help you today in the things that you're struggling with, the things that you were confronted with. And I know that these stories will encourage you. Call 1-800-265-3100 or visit seeherelove.com slash always know and request your copy. You know, for this Love Decoded, I wanted to do something really special. Just coming off on the heels of Black History Month for me, I've been thinking a lot about the term, the, the grouping, BIPOC. It's a very heavily used term, uh, the lumping together of Black, Indigenous, and people of, col uh, of color as a community. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that has a bit of a wound for us, uh, the lumping together, but I understand the shared experience and the shared pain that we feel as a community. And if we're honest with ourselves, our wounds are similar and yet in so many ways different. And it started me thinking about the indigenous community, my First Nations brothers and sisters, and how we, our wound is that we were brutally taken from our country and theirs is that their country was taken from them. In both ways, very similarly, people of power use their power to colonialize, to uh, conquer, to in many cases exterminate, brutalize the First Nations people for power and for control. And if we want to be truthful in order to move to change, we have to acknowledge 
the painful parts of our history, which is that at, at the center of some of it was the church and uh, using religion to almost uh, excuse and propagate this behavior. And, and so we have been in this posture of repentance and reconciliation where our indigenous brothers and sisters are concerned. And that's a pain for so many people. And it has been a wound that we have been trying as believers to repair. I think about um, the idea uh, back then, and even for my community, the same. The idea that our language, our culture, our ethnicity was somehow wrong, was somehow uh, not good. And the, the need to almost sanitize and cleanse and remove us from our culture and our identity. All we know now, so, so very wrong. God calls the kingdom of heaven. He calls the kingdom of heaven to be on earth. And that is all cultures, all languages, all creeds, bringing all that we have, our full, diverse, uh, present cultural selves into the body of Christ, making this beautiful tapestry that is the kingdom of God. And so we sit in a posture of humility. We sit in a posture as the church of repentance, uh, asking constant forgiveness for the actions of those in the past. I'm reminded of a scripture found in Matthew 5, 23, 24 that says, so when you are offering your gift at the altar, if you remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go and first be reconciled to your brother and sister and then come and offer your gift. And so I remind all of us, may I invite you today as a reminder that we continue to walk in a posture of reconciliation and repentance, knowing that the land we live upon is truly not our home and native land but it is our home on native land. And we stand in allyship to our indigenous brothers and sisters. We come alongside in a posture of listening, learning, and repentance. And we pray that God will continue to fill the gaps, the woundedness of all of this with his great love and compassion that should move us into unity. Brothers and sisters across North America, we stand alongside you, our First Nations brothers and sisters, and we honor you today. God bless you. Well, we're back talking about forgiveness, the gateway to healing. And Karen, thank you so much for that throw earlier in the show about me being, well, you can gush about me later <laughs> and some more. <laughs> But thank you for that. And you're doing a fantastic job interviewing, hosting, and facilitating today. But now, Karen, I have the privilege of interviewing you about your journey of forgiveness. Thank you for your bravery as you share. And I want to start off with this question, Karen. I want us to talk about the deep pain you have had to carry for giving the predator who hurt you as a young girl. What has that been like? Yeah, I think that the part of, you know, why I chose this with the gateway to healing being forgiveness is it's just such a heavy load that you have to carry. And so that's why I just wanted people to know that, you know, I have carried it, but that I've been able to walk through what has happened. Now, when, you know, forgiving, as I said, the predator who hurt you as a young girl, 
uh, I would say honestly, there's a number of friends and women I know that have had to go through the same process, that they have either been assaulted or abused in this way. And I, I, I believe that you can speak to the healing of this, Karen. So can you share a little bit more about what that story and the process of healing from something that has happened that was, that was horrific and difficult? So I was sexually abused as a child over the time frame of being so young and over a number of years. And so I was with um, a family that my, that my parents trusted. And so I went there believing, my parents believing that I was safe, but I wasn't. And so I have to work through that part of being able to know that I had to let it go but how was I going to let it go when it was hurting at such a deep, deep level? Karen, thank you so much for sharing. That's, that's difficult and hard, but I'm so glad that you chose to be on a journey of forgiveness for healing and freedom. So Karen, this deep healing toward forgiveness, can everyone forgive? And why is it important to do so in your own life experience? I don't think anybody can do it without art, without God. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you would be able to do it because I just really feel that you do hold on to it. And, but when God, when this speaks to you through the scripture and you know that you have to let it go, I think that's when you actually can see what needs to be done and what a difference it can make in your life. And as you've let it go, as you've forgiven, how has that benefited your life? What have you seen that has changed in your life that as somebody's listening will say, I want to be there. I want to make this decision to forgive because I don't want to carry this load anymore. So I, I think that, you know, I, I'd have to go to the prayer ministry part of uh, at that point, like of how that was introduced into my life. Um, I think that, you know, I, I'm an avid volunteer at LL Ministries because of, of the things that have happened to me there. And, um, you know, I was there on a, on a healing retreat and I was just sitting there and I, I um, was trying to work through the trauma of, ba of the bank robberies. So as a bank employee, I was actually robbed twice, but, you know, that was trauma and that's for another day to tell. But, but when I was there, we were, we were really just kind of getting at which just nothing was happening. Like nothing was going to break. And then this young man who was ministering to me, he just knelt down in front of me and he just said, I just want to tell you how very sorry I am for how men have treated you and ask for your forgiveness on their behalf. Mm. Wow. Like the emotion, like I just can't explain it. I cried and cried and cried there in that prayer room. I don't think I've ever cried that hard. I let out the hurt the pain, the betrayal, the the sense of being violated and everything that went along with it. It just it just came out on kind of in all those tears just flow, flow, flow. And then in the in the same breath almost, I could just feel my heavenly father's love coming into me. It was just so amazingly beautiful. Like I, I kind of did a dry run, Melinda, this week with a friend of mine with, with this story. And she said, oh my gosh, Karen, I have goosebumps. And I said, yeah, well, it's a goosebump kind of story. Like <laughs> it really is. Like just to be able to sense the Lord's presence in such a mighty and powerful way and to feel so 
deep, 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 deeply loved. It was just so beautiful. Like, it was amazing. Karen, thank you so much. And, you know, as I, as I listen to your story, thank you for your courage. But I think as we share our story, we can minister to others. And, I, and that's why I believe, like, this show on the subject of forgiveness, the gateway to healing, we want to see more women and men healed, especially in the area of, you know, sexual abuse and trauma. And I, what I'm hearing you say is that there are choices to make, that the journey of forgiveness is hard, but that there is freedom when we choose to forgive uh, the one who has hurt us, because when we don't forgive, uh, it's really keeping us in, in sort of this bondage and down. Uh, and so thank you for just for sharing uh, your, your story, uh, the journey, and what it means to be free when you forgive. Thanks so much. Melinda, I just want to thank you and your team for giving this little girl a voice in a big way. And I'm going to pray that there will be many little girls out there that will get their voice and they will know the freedom that comes from forgiveness. Something only our Heavenly Father can do through the power of the Holy Spirit. There's thanks, Melinda, so much for giving all them that chance. Yes, I know there are folks who think that this cannot happen. I do not get into a lot of theology discussions, but I do love the quote from Albert Camus that reads, I would rather live my life as if there is a God and die to find out there isn't, than live as if there isn't and die to find out there is. Choices, choices, choices. We all have choices. So thanks, Melinda, again. <laughs> so let's just go to Jackie, who will be sharing from the good word in Matthew 6, 15. And she's going to help us in our journey of forgiveness. Thanks, Karen. My name is Jackie, and today's good word is on forgiveness. The good news is God has forgiven us. It's mind-blowing, really. We are the ones who have heard God. But it is Jesus who pays for our sins. He goes to the cross in our place so that we can be forgiven. Now, this is God's kind of love. And God calls us to show this love to others. Maybe someone has hurt you ever so deeply. How is it possible to forgive? Well, will you allow Holy Spirit to help you, take your hand, comfort you, with God, all things are possible. Let God love you and comfort you. Then knowing that you yourself have been forgiven so deeply and freely by God, make a decision to follow his example and say, Lord, help me, help me to forgive. In the spiritual, what you have done is to set yourself free from a prison of bitterness and resentment. It's as if you have let go of the person and handed them over to God. So now you've got both hands free to worship God, to receive total restoration and healing. This is what Jesus has done for us. Isaiah 61, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom, for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. 
Thanks so much, Jackie, for bringing that good word to us today. That was just so special. And I just want to thank Alicia and Heather as well for sharing their story with us today. The gateway to healing is forgiveness. As you forgive hurts, it opens up the gate to freedom and healing, not for the person that you have to forgive, but for yourself. You are the only one that can choose to forgive the offense. Forgiving that deep wound can be hard, but if God brought something up in you today, please do not bury it. For more resources and information on forgiveness, go to seeherelove.com. When I listened to the women share today, I was reminded in God's word, Matthew 7, 12, where it reads, do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. What a different world we would live in if we all live by that golden rule. And as you make that first step, there are ongoing steps toward forgiving the one that has hurt you, betrayed you, or wronged you. Always know that you are seen and you are heard and you are deeply loved by God. Karen, woo! Way to go. Well done on hosting your first show ever. Uh, How do you feel? Yeah, it's been an amazing ride. It's been so much fun. Thank you so much. Well, you did a great job and thank you so much for your thoughts and your facilitation on forgiveness, the gateway to healing. Well done. with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.